Welcome to the top of the mountain. Ah, uh, thank you. I take it you are searching for peace, tranquility, enlightenment? Are you like a guru? Yes, some call me guru, some call me Maharshi. You can just call me Fred. Now let me guess, you lead a life of stress. Busy, 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 never time to slow down and enjoy the real music that life has to offer. Wow, how'd you know that? I'm a guru. What, do you think I sit on top of the mountain all day for my health? Oh, sorry. It's okay, I let it slide. I'm here to give you the key to your enlightenment. Here, take this internet radio and keep it tuned to radiomystic.com. Wow, thanks. That's very generous. Ah, uh, it's what I do. Go now and be at peace. Oh, and please tell my friends over at Radio Mystic that I sent you to them. That way I get a discount in their online store. Bye-bye. Escapes. Escapes. A Mystic Soundscapes netcast. The latest news in the world of New Age music, concert updates, artist interviews, contests, and more. Presented by Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. Because life sounds better. Chill. And now. Escapes. Escapes number 33 for Friday, May 16th, 2008. I'm Pete Havey, and today we're talking with composer Nelson Ortiz about his past work and his upcoming new CD. Like seeing your favorite mystic artist perform live? We've got a concert update coming your way in just a bit. Plus a sneak preview of upcoming podcasts and projects from the world of Radio Mystic. But right now we're going to kick off this third in the trilogy of podcast releases for this week with something brand new. The CD has just been released. It's called The 10,000 Steps by a duo called Biomusique. You've heard both of these artists before on Radio Mystic. Lizbeth Scott, vocalist and composer, and percussionist Greg Ellis. This track is hot and fresh and off the brand new CD, The 10,000 Steps, and it's called Persephone.
Persephone off the Cosmic Music CD, The 10,000 Steps by duo Biomusic. You can check them out on MySpace at myspace.com slash biomusic, M-U-S-I-Q-U-E. Listen for an interview with Lizbeth Scott and Greg Ellis coming up in the next Escapes podcast. Need to cut through the clutter? Give your brand a savage voice. Voiceovers and complete audio production services for podcasts, web audio and video, television, radio, film, and more. Online right now. RandySavage.net Nelson Ortiz creates sonic atmospheres using beautiful piano passages, lush strings, flutes, and smooth percussion combined with powerful orchestral arrangements. His music draws you in, and it gets you emotionally involved in what you're hearing, folks. And he's on the phone with me right now. Nelson, welcome to the show. Hi, Pete. Thank you. It's so great to talk to you because we've been communicating on MySpace for you know the past couple of years, and, and now you're finally on the phone, and we can uh, chat you up a little bit here. Yeah, it, it's been a while, Pete. Um, things are going good. How did you first get into the music scene, and, and when was it that you really decided you would start composing on your own? It's kind of been with me um, my entire life, really. Um, I've always listened to music, just constantly listened to music. Uh, I would rather listen to music than hang out with my friends, really. <laughs> and um, music just always seemed to consume me, if, if that's the proper way to say it. Right. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just um, I wanted to create what I was listening to. It really started back in Chicago, the Chicago the group Chicago in the um, early 80s. Their sound just intrigued me so much that I, I wanted to dig deeper into it. Then I found their producer, um, David Foster, and I got some of his CDs. It, it was just, um, his music just awed me all together. Right. And I did what I had to to uh, get up the money to buy my first synth, and um, it just started from there. I just tried to copy what I was hearing. Now, do you have any uh, formal musical training, or do you, are you doing this by ear? Did you teach yourself? The only training that I really had was my high school training, and I took two years of classical piano lessons after that, and that's it. You mentioned the group Chicago. Let me ask you, when was the, the point where you realized you wanted to get into creating music that was in the new age genre? Actually, I used to watch Miami Vice, believe it or not. And Jan Hammer, the music on Miami Vice, I loved it. Yeah. And so I started digging into Jan um, Hammer stuff, and I was it, it really interests me. And as I was looking around on his stuff, I found uh, Mars Laser. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, great so stuff. He, he, was, he was my first encounter with new age music, really you know, in depth. And then, it, it, you know, it, it just grew from there. I, all kinds of people. Uh, Yanni, um, David Arkenstone, Tim Story, Peter Buffett. Mm-hmm. They're, they're awesome artists. I, I would listen to their stuff and I would just try to copy what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So really my teachers were the artists that were out. Yeah. at the time. What was it like for you? Because you, your first album here, you know, I Must Be Dreaming, what was it like for you to finally see this thing come to fruition and, and see this physically in your hands and how long did it take to put together? The name of the CD really says it all. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where the inspiration for the name of the CD came from because I had done, um, let's see, four other, I don't know if you want to call them CDs or cassettes back then, but um, it just grew into what's on that CD now. And it was a, just a... A collaborative effort between me and I have a partner in Georgia. Okay. His name's Russ Simpson. He, he's really helped me out a lot on my writing because he, he, he's an extraordinary arranger.
female vocal on I Must Be Dreaming on a title track. Who did you use for that? Um, actually, it's a sample library. Oh, is it a sample library? Okay. Yes. I, I get a lot of um, a lot of questions about, about her. She's a, I don't know who she is. um, she's probably some old lady in finland who just does this for you know exactly and and they're like who is that i I don't know who it is i found it in a sample library that i i mean i I have a lot of them right and i found it and um you know doctored it up a little bit because it's never what it sounds like right you record it and um that's what came out of it I like the fact that you've got film compositions in there mixed with right. everything else, mm-hmm. and it's it's really, really uh, a nice sound to it. Thank you. What kind of a process do you go through when you're actually composing a song? Where does it start, and how does it progress from an idea in your head to a final composition? Is it something you can explain? Sometimes I just sit at the piano and just start pushing keys, and then I just kind of pick it out of that. It's like um, it's just a cluster of notes, and usually nine out of ten times you can, you can find a a melody in there. A lot of people don't understand that you can sit down to the piano and as long as you know theory, you can just start playing. You can always get something out of that. So basically, you're always. using you're using the basics that what, of what you learned, and then you're kind of improvising at first, and then you're right. you're listening for possible melodies um, right. and stuff like that, and then you just build on that. Yep. Okay. Basically, and you know, I do it in sections. So, like one part of a song could be from last year. Oh, okay. That I just saved and. It, it all comes together, really. So and with technology, the way it is now, I mean, you take any any song and change it to any key or any section, and you, you do amazing things with the technology today. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's crazy. Speaking of technology, what kind of uh, a setup do you have? What kind of software and, and equipment are you using? Um, I use Cubase okay. and FL Studio a lot. I have a MIDI controller. Everything else is in the computer. It makes for a nice, clean studio. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, compared to what musicians were doing years and years ago, this is, you know, you can have a, a studio in a box, basically. Right, right. You know? exactly. It tempts me to get into it, but uh, I would really suck. So I'm not going to uh, even try. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> mentioned your, your your new CD coming out this year. Do you have a title for it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't okay. even thought about it. I like to um I like to get the songs together. Okay. And then um I'll get um a lot of input on the music just to see, you know, how other people feel it. And then I like to get the name. Um I, I chose to do it that way because it'll relate to more people. This C D relates to me, you know. This was my baby, you know, I must be dreaming. I, I there ain't no way this is possible. Yeah. <laughs> but this this other one I, I wanna do I I'm gonna let the people pick this one. It's a great I idea. Want, yeah. And I assume that you'll be on MySpace testing out the tracks as you go along, yes, right? Most definitely. That that's probably where I'm gonna do most of it. I'll I'll, I'll put a couple tracks up and they might not even have names. I'll, I'll let the I'll let everybody name them too, you know. Great, just great. To, just to see what they you know, how it feels. Kinda interactive. Well I'll chime in there myself too. <laughs> good good the more the better now as far as uh, the time frame you mentioned what this summer at some point yeah I'm, I'm shooting for june i have um a lot of them done um like i said i'm gonna try to get inga on the cd okay as a matter of fact she has a, a track of mine now that she's working on 
So hopefully, you know, I, I, I like to get it. I like to do a whole CD with her. You know, she's just awesome. Yeah, she's got a lot of she, talent. But you know, I'm gonna take what I can get. So one or two songs will be good. Awesome. Now let me ask you about uh, the, the the music uh, as compared to your first CD. Is there going to be a, a different sound? Or are you going to continue to build upon what you've done already? I'm going to try to shoot for more new age because I feel that the last CD is almost contemporary instrumental. So I'm I'm shooting for more um, a little more ambient. Uh, yeah, a little more more space and room for a lot of people to take in. Well, I can't wait to hear some of the demo tracks, man. I'm I'm excited about this one. Now, where can uh, where can everybody uh, get online and grab your current CD? I must be dreaming or download the tracks um cd baby of course that's that's everybody's place mm-hmm. itunes napster it's everywhere okay it's been out a while so it's pretty much everywhere if you look for it it's everywhere i've been to your myspace page many times but i'm not sure are you using a little uh, track store on your myspace page or i was i need to take that down because what it was was a cd baby and snowcap had got together and did a little thing for the our cd baby artist okay and um that fell through or something i don't know what happened but um for in order for um me to get any credit for the sales i need to sell it through cd baby so i i recommend itunes if you want to download it or um if you want a cd just get get it with cd baby okay awesome opinion on uh, where the industry is moving these days with you know moving from the actual physical CD to all digital do you think that's a, a good move where's your stance on that the way technology is everybody's burning CDs the thing is, is we got to figure out how we can stop people from downloading them for free without right. the artist saying so yeah because it's hurting that's hurting I think the digital is excellent it's convenient it's it's ready it's right there um, if they want to burn a CD, then that, that could be left up to them. But I know that a lot of people like the physical aspect of it. Right. Do I think their CDs are going to fade now? I don't, I don't, I don't really think so. They always got to have something to sell. I just, I think people to take into respect that it takes a lot of work for us to do this. Right. And for us to continue to do this, we need support. Somebody posted online that they were talking about, well, the music industry is moving towards, you know, everybody wants music for free, completely for free, like, you know, water and air. And I, I completely believe that's the wrong attitude about it, you know? Right. Well, I, I don't I don't, I don't, think anything's wrong with some tracks for free. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it, you know, if it's not part of a project, then, you know, offer it for free. Right. You know, that might satisfy some of them. But if it's part of a project and, you know, of course it takes money, you make money. So right. we we have to have that support because it costs money for us to do what we do. Exactly. Major labels are, are I don't know, I'm money hungry. I'm going to say it. <laughs> they're, they're money hungry. They don't believe in anything like that. They want money for everything. But um, I think independent artists should really consider... Give something away. Even when you're starting off, you have to give something away because right. they're not going to listen to you. And it's a good promotional tool is just, you know, give a few things away exactly. for free. Exactly. Let them sample your music, which you have to offer. So the way the music industry is going, is just, I mean, I'm curious to see how it's all going to shake out in the next few years because it's just a mess right now. 
Right, it, it is. really is. It is. And but but look who's making it a mess. So <laughs> um, they got competition now, and they don't know how to handle it. That's what I think. And they didn't realize that you know, yeah, we're out here, and there's a lot of us that are ready to go. I mean, with that, with you or without you, it's going to happen. And instead of them trying to work against you guys, they should just embrace it and come exactly. up with something that works for everybody. Exactly. I mean, they, they want to take up all the radio airplay. I think. I think independent artists are fighting fighting that right now. Yep. It should be free to everybody. All right. It's Nelson Ortiz, ladies and gentlemen. You can find Nelson online. It's nelsonortizmusic.com. On MySpace, he's at composer Nelson Ortiz. The current CD, I Must Be Dreaming, and the new ones due out sometime this summer. Uh, Nelson, man, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. Thank you, Pete. It's been great talking to you. From the CD, I Must Be Dreaming, here's Nelson Ortiz with Valley of the Rainforest Giants.
That's Valley of the Rainforest Giants from the CD I Must Be Dreaming by Nelson Ortiz. Watch for a brand new CD from Nelson this coming summer. And you can find Nelson online at nelsonortizmusic.com or on MySpace at myspace.com slash composer Nelson Ortiz. All right, time to get up to date on some of those live performances. Check out your favorite mystic artists performing over the next few weeks and months. We'll kick it off close to home here. If you're in the Albuquerque, New Mexico area, be sure to catch Jeff Metling, D. Gonzalez, and the ALU Band performing over at Borders in ABQ Uptown Center. One show actually going on tonight and several more over the course of the summer. Details on myspace.com slash ELU. I hear they're also performing this Sunday at the New Mexico Music Awards show. You can get details on that show at newmexicomusicawards.com. Catch musician Heath Vircher at Cafe Soleil in Houston, Texas on May 31st. He'll also be at Barnes & Noble in Sugarland, Texas on June 13th, as well as other shows there in July and August. Trumpet flugelhorn artist Jeff Oster, guitarist Will Ackerman, and pianist Dana Cunningham appear at the Barnstormers Theater in Tamworth, New Hampshire tomorrow, May 17th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. They'll also be joined by guitarist David Cullen. That should be a great show if you're in that area this weekend. More info at artstamworth.org. Ken Hill of Soulwire fame will be live at SoCal Underground in Omaha, Nebraska, May 24th. Doors open at 6.30 for that show. It's a big roster of artists that will include the incredible sounds of Soulwire. You can grab your tickets at the soulwire.com website. Downtempo ambient artist Rena Jones appears at Sonic Bloom in Boulder, Colorado, June 20th. Get your details at sonicbloomfestival.com. Catch Moby performing live at the Festival Extremo in Mexico City this weekend. He's also appearing at the Detroit Electronic Music Festival in, yes, Detroit, on May 24th. Check details at myspace.com slash Moby. Priscilla Hernandez performs at the Three Fairy Wishes Festival in Colliford Park up in Cornwall, weekend of June 20th, and at Ethereal Fest 2008. For info, check myspace.com slash Priscilla Hernandez and etherealfest.com. And if you can't catch legendary musician Peter Buffett live, be sure to check out his latest concert video clip from an appearance in New Orleans. It's posted on his MySpace blog at myspace.com slash Peter Buffett. And remember, if you're an artist and you'd like to get your live performance info mentioned in our podcast or on the Radio Mystic website, be sure to contact me through MySpace at Mystic Soundscapes or through our website at radiomystic.com. Well, before we wrap up, here's some upcoming good stuff for you on the Eastscapes podcast and our website. Next week, I'm going to be recording on the phone with vocalist Lizbeth Scott and percussionist Greg Ellis, who have just released a new album as Biomusic called The 10,000 Steps. You heard a track from that album earlier in the show today. After that, on the list is guitarist Dave Wyke. We'll also be talking again with Corey Carruthers, Heath Vercher, Ken Hill, all regarding new or upcoming albums. And in August, it's Radio Mystic's fourth anniversary celebration. Rest assured, there's going to be plenty of contests and giveaways from your favorite artists. Plus, I'm also working on a limited edition anniversary coffee mug. What else, right? Come on, you know me. Got to be something to do with coffee. Going to have that mug available at the end of the summer. So there's definitely no lack of things to do for me here. And I promise the podcasts will keep on coming this year at a pretty regular pace. Here's a note, though. If you're not a subscriber, you might want to think about it because Escapes is usually available to our free subscribers at least a day before the rest of the world even knows it's there. So hit our podcast page at radiomystic.com slash netcast and click on that subscribe link. Believe me, if I had the money, I'd pay you to subscribe, but I don't. So you just got to take the free thing for now, okay? Going to be back with more great interviews and some incredible music real soon. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's podcast trilogy. I hope I never have to do that again. For Escapes, I'm Pete Havey.